Welcome to the fire. It's good to see you here and feel you here. It is good to have you here today. I am grateful for the health you have. I am grateful for the peace you have. I'm grateful for the life you have. I am grateful for your spirit in the world, on this earth, in this lifetime. I'm grateful for the drum that is your beating heart. I am grateful for the river that is your blood and for the aura that is your soul and for your kindness and your goodness and the ways you offer it to this creation. I'd like to share this short story, this brief story from many, many years ago. I don't remember when I wrote this, but it has, it has rings of years within it. It is called Nile River Woman. 600 BC and her brown hands pull the mud from its bed of earth, working purposefully in the cool of morning. She works at a whisper, trying not to wake the sun dozing behind the ridge, but already stretching its fingers through the green braids and dreads and afros of the river trees. Her hands are much like the Nile mud she pulls, caked and lined, skin thick and tracked with stories. Even in this early air, a bead of moisture meant for cooling springs from a forehead pore, gathers itself for a moment, then drops on a journey, long and free as drop journeys go, finally landing on the mud her hands are now massaging. Her cooling drop mixes with the mud's river moisture, moisture stewed with insect shells, animal hairs, strands of tree moss, algae colonies orphaned from their rocks. She brings the mud to clay by loving it with hands that are wise at love, squeezing, pushing, reassuring the mass like she has her lovers before. The thrusts of many lovers has pounded flat the small of her back and endless loads of sticks of water and of grain have rounded her upper back closer to the earth. But she squats with a confident sturdiness, her leathered feet sunken four inches into the wet, giving mud, covered itself with a thin layer of the river's shoreline breadth. The lick of the water against her ankles is pleasurable, and the wetness creeping slightly up her cloth and around her rump reminds her of long-ago arousal. She works the clay until it fulfills her vision of a rounded pot with puckered lip. Then she lets it mature beneath the play of the now frisky sun. She will use the pot to cup her sister's milk. Sucking on the sibling nipple, she will transport the sweet milk from her cheeks to the pot with a low-pressure spray from her lips.
This milk will be used for her sister's baby and the twin babies of the village woman whose own breasts bring no milk. She will also use the pot to gather river water to cool her daughter's baby when a fever brought from a sour wind threatens the infant's life. She will use the pot to catch the goat's blood sprayed out in a delicate stream from a small, precise incision. This will be for the ceremonial drinking when the moon reaches its peak swell before birthing the next litter of stars. She will leave countless tracks in the riverside mud that gave birth to this pot as she returns to and from the water, sometimes gathering plants to grind into paste in the bowels of the pot to salve wounds to calm angry stomachs or to ease the sting of mosquitoes. And yes, at times the paste will be love potion for the use of young and older women weary of coaxing passion from those they desire. Sometimes, though, she simply visits the river to gather the water into the pot for cooking or drinking, or for treating lengths of leather rope. Over the course of her remaining life, during the many times she will have held the pot, the shadows of clouds and dragonflies and vultures and fire smoke will have stolen repeatedly across her back. The durable loving between pot and hands will have imparted the woman's finest palm lines into the grain of the pot in permanence. And when she finally walks back down into the earth for eternity, the pot's final task will have been to cradle the ashes of the physical proof of her being. Present Day The pot, now centuries wise, but currently at rest, sits amongst a collection in a cultured man's home, and a visitor remarks, That's an incredible piece of intact pottery. That should be in a museum. Where is it from? And the cultured man, proud, proclaims, It's from the Nile, circa 800 B.C. The person who made that made it to carry water. And the spirit world's whispered response, She made it for much more than that. That was the short story. Nile River Woman, thank you for listening and receiving and feeling and making of the spirit of that story what you will for your own living. May you go forth brightly, overflowing with love and a faith in the good things already approaching you and those you love. I look forward to gathering with you around the fire soon again. Journey well today. Dream well. Speak well. Be a beautiful, living thing. I love you. Peace.